Hi guys, and welcome back to Sweat Thrive Glow. My name is Katie Barbieri. I'm the host of this podcast and the face and voice behind the blog and brand, The Pilates Blonde. I own the studio by TPB as well as the studio online. Happy Monday. It is a great day to have a great day. Listen, I'm extra excited today because it is week four of my Mindset Mastery program. It's an eight-week program, and we are finally getting into the goal guide, which is probably why everyone originally is attracted to this program. They're like, goals, goal setting. Katie loves goals. Katie achieves goals. This is probably the way to go. What they don't realize is there's a lot of work that we have to do before we get there because, listen, The goal guide is amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. It's 30 pages. It really gets into the nitty gritty of goal setting. However, if your mindset isn't right and tight, if you don't know how to utilize your brain properly, if you don't understand the inner workings of the subconscious, which is 95% of your brain function, if you're only working with your conscious mind, you're not going to achieve your goals. Therefore, we have to work through all of that stuff first before we get to the goals. Anyway, This is like Super Bowl week for the girls. It's so exciting. I'm excited. Um, They're in a place where they can like actually get their goals accomplished because we worked on their brain function and making them more efficient thinkers and feelers and all of those things. Unpack some baggage. So it's a good week to have a good week. Let's talk about my ego for a second. And I'm going to call myself out here. And I like using myself as a guinea pig for you guys. So I try all of these different things. I get all of these different certifications. I read all of these books. I put the principles into action and figure out what works and what doesn't. And listen, what works for me won't work for everyone. It's kind of like skincare, right? Um, But that being said, I think I've learned some things that are important to share. So let me set the scene for you. Mike and I went to the gym yesterday and the gym that we go to is a very meathead, uh, testosterone filled, steroid injected, flexing in the mirror with your back knee and testosterone rage type of gym. But I love it. The reason that I love it is because there's uh, like literally 18 squat racks at a minimum. And the squat racks all have the deadlifting platform in front of them, like a Smith machine. And the lighting is great. And it's, I, I like the equipment. I like that. I don't have to fight over a squat rack. Um, and for me, that's really important. Anyway, Mike and I do our 15 minute warm up. Nora takes position in my belly where she literally crumples herself into this little ball. Um, And then it's leg day. And let me tell you, two weeks ago, I did my own leg day, which when it comes to weightlifting, fundamentals are key. I have not switched up my weightlifting routine for leg day in about three years, and I continuously see progress. Uh, We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the fundamentals are literally everything. If you are not squatting, lunging, deadlifting, leg pressing, and hip thrusting, on a weekly basis, and you're doing all of the cutesy Instagram booty band bullshit, sister, you're not going to see progress. We'll get there. Anyway, I assume the position in the squat rack. I do all of my warm-up sets. Last week or two weeks ago, I tackled my ego when it came to the weight that I'm squatting. And this week, I went into the deadlifts, which deadlifts are my favorite, favorite movement. 
It's one of my biggest movements. It's my legs are very, very powerful. I'm very proud of my deadlift. And with pride comes ego. And with ego hmm, comes insecurities. So let's let's dissect what happened. I was deadlifting with just the bar and then added on 10 pound weights, was deadlifting with that, and then was adding on weight until it felt comfortably uncomfortable. And I have to really listen to my body because my body is not just mine at the moment. I'm sharing it with my daughter and I'm trying to be a really good example for her in fitness. And I'm trying to be a really good example for her in life, even before she gets here, practicing all of the things that I preach very, very uh, consistently. And so I was deadlifting 105 for 10 and it felt good. My form was perfect. Everything was locked and loaded. My core was tight. I was moving the weight from the right place. I knew that this was where I needed to cap out for this specific lift in this specific workout. 105, 110, somewhere around there. Y'all know, y'all know that I like to deadlift in the 300s. Okay. Mm -hmm. And here's where my ego came in. I was deadlifting the 105 and or 110, whatever it was. And one of the guys who works the front desk at the gym was stretching on the turf behind me, minding his own goddamn business, working on his mobility, which by the way, love that for him. Huge, huge, huge uh, weakness for a lot of weightlifters or people in the fitness industry is not taking the time to work on your flexibility and mobility and have a straight up mobility day. Very important. Anyway, back to my ego. I'm on the deadlifting platform and I have 105 on the bar and I'm not struggling with it, but it was like where I needed to be. And my ego came in and was like, "Ugh, he doesn't even know how strong I am. He doesn't even know how capable I am. He doesn't know how good I am at this. He doesn't know that this is my biggest, my biggest strength. He doesn't know that I can like press 720. Who the fuck cares? (laughs) Truly, who cares? Who cares? The fact that I used to be, and that's just like not where I'm at. So if you are coming from an injury or you've never weightlifted before, I really want you guys to pay attention to this. No one cares. Not one person cares. And let me tell you, I had a conversation with Mike this morning over coffee. He had um, a really bad, so for those of you who don't know, he's in the military. And when he was in Africa, he had a shoulder injury. And now overhead pressing is difficult for him. So he used to be able to overhead press 185 for reps. And now anything over 35 pounds in an overhead press really jacks up his shoulder. He had surgery on it, like the whole nine. So that being said, I was like, hey, what did it feel like for you coming back to the gym after your injury and you couldn't move the weight that you moved before? And let me tell you, one of the millions of reasons that I married this man was his mindset. And he said, I didn't fucking care. And I was like, why? And he was like, because what do I, what is somebody going to tap on my shoulder and be like, oh, look at how weak you are. No, that's never like, I've never once, not one time in my entire career, in my entire gym experience, have seen anyone go up to another person and say, wow. You really don't lift that much, huh? That doesn't happen. This fear that we have of somebody judging us 
for the little weight that we're moving doesn't happen. It is so, it's such a fictional narrative that we put into our mind that people care about the weight that we're moving. They might be like, wow, that person's really strong. You have no idea what their standard of strong is. And even if their standard of strong isn't yours, what the fuck does it matter? Because here's the thing. If somebody's able to lift 300 pounds, at some point they had to learn how to lift 10 pounds. You just don't get to 300 pounds before you get to 10 pounds, right? And injuries happen. Life happens. Pregnancy happens. Uh, Time off from the gym because of a global pandemic happens, right? Um, So we let this ego come to play. The only, the only time anybody has ever stopped me during a lift to say anything to me um, was when I was lifting really heavy and they were just asking if I had a power lifter coach that they could work with. That is literally the only time that I've been stopped. No one has ever said anything to me during a warm up set or if I have lifted less than them, than them, not one single human being. And when I think about the way that I perceive other people, if I glance over at them at the gym, the only thing that I'm thinking is I'm glad that they're here. Unless they're making lots of noises, then I'm like, you can go the fuck home, you gorilla. Um, but it's it's the it's the noises that bother me at the gym, not the weightlifting. Um, if you're grunting, and it's always not to be stereotypical, it's the guy with the cutoff and the jug of water and the flexing in the mirror who's usually making the loudest noises. Mm, not for me. Anyway, that being said. I don't judge people based on the amount of weight that they're moving ever, ever, ever. Okay. And it was a really nice perspective to have that conversation with Mike where he was like, no one has ever said anything. No one really cares. And if they do care, then that's a them problem, not a you problem. Right. So I did a poll on Instagram yesterday and I asked you guys what your biggest struggle or insecurity in the gym is, because this is the first time in a very long time that I've truly remembered what it feels like to be a beginner. And I want to help you through a lot of those struggles that you guys are having. And you guys all are having, everything was very consistent, okay? A lot of you are saying that you question your form or lifting weights in general is really intimidating for you. Uh, Being clumsy or confused with the equipment. Um, A lot of you saying that, men intimidate you and thinking that your form is wrong here. People watching you form, 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 form. Here's the thing. Give up your Starbucks for a week. Give up three things that you impulse buy on Amazon and that will cover a personal trainer. Personal trainer is about $70 an hour, 70 to a hundred dollars an hour. Listen, you can find that. You can create that. You can go walk a dog. You can go babysit. You can drive for Uber for five minutes. Okay. And find in your budget, create in your budget, save for a personal trainer. Literally have them take you through squats, deadlifts, chest press, and overhead press. Say the words, I need to understand the fundamentals of compound movements. Help me understand the fundamentals of compound movements. I promise you, you don't need to see a personal trainer more than three or four times to understand the fundamentals. 
Okay. Most gyms right now are really hurting and are probably having a special on personal training. Okay. Work with a personal trainer. If you don't feel comfortable with a personal trainer in your area, I can guarantee you that myself or my little brother who is phenomenal and not intimidating and not judgmental and just like the best human being on the planet. Um, we will do a virtual session with you if you need to walk you through the form of fundamentals. Matt literally does a beginner weightlifting class every Wednesday at 7 p.m. with literally he I think he uses 10 pound dumbbells and everything is the fundamentals of weightlifting. And that's ten dollars. If you have ten dollars in your budget, Matt Dudley, nicest boy on the planet, I swear to God, um, he and my husband must have been cut from the same cloth because they are very similar human beings and non creepy men. Um, $10, you can work on your form and Matt can correct you. There are ways to find help without being intimidated. If your form is an issue for you and you want to ask questions, hire an expert, even if it's for one session. Um, that being said, a lot of you also said, uh, I had somebody say, squatting just the bar because I haven't lifted since I blew out my knee. Girl, I hear you. I hear you. This is ego. 100% ego. And this is where my conversation with my husband came in this morning. And I was just like, this is something that I'm really struggling with. And he's like, yeah, that's your ego. I never once felt that way when I came back from uh, Africa with this shoulder injury and I'm going to the gym and I can't chest press anymore and I can't do anything really overhead significantly. Um, and everything that he does chest and shoulders wise is very much maintenance. He's, he says that, but he's lifting pretty heavy again. Um, but maybe you're new to the gym and squatting even just the 55 or 45 pound bar, whatever size bar your gym has. I even have a 35 pound bar at my parents' house. Um, maybe squatting that bar is really, really heavy for you. So you do body weight squats. Then you go into goblet squats. Then you go into a preloaded bar squat that's 20 pounds or whatever that looks like. Or maybe you do suitcase squats with dumbbells by your side in order to get that um, strength back up. If you're recovering from an injury, if you're new, if you haven't been to the gym because of COVID, hello, that's everyone. This is actually a really great place to start your fitness journey because Honestly, everyone is going back to the gym and having their ego shattered from not being able to lift consistently because of the shutdowns. It's not a bad time to start your fitness journey. Um, it really isn't because everybody is kind of in the same boat, which is what I'm realizing. Um, the fear of being the biggest person in the room. That one really, really hit home for me because here's the thing. I have never once looked at somebody else's body and said they don't deserve to be here. Because being in the gym isn't about aesthetics. It is about your health, okay? It also makes me, like I don't want the gym to be a place for you where you feel like you have to look a certain way or be a certain way or wear a certain Gymshark set. Like you can wear a t-shirt from your dad's like painting drawer. I don't know if you guys have like specific. My dad always had shirts that he specifically painted in and they had yellow armpit stains, usually some sort of awful saying on them. And they were like disintegrated. You can wear that to the gym if you can't afford Gymshark, um, which honestly I think is a waste of money from being completely and totally honest. Anyway, um, 
I don't want you guys to feel intimidated about going to the gym because of your aesthetic or your size or your recovering from an injury. When I tell you that no one is looking at you because everyone is just as insecure as you are, it's a hundred percent true. And even if you're the most confident person outside of the gym, being in a place where there you're surrounded by mirrors and all of those things can be intimidating. And I've definitely had to relive some of those early gym moments in the last month um, as I continuously get weaker um, and I have to really prioritize safety over my ego, uh, which has been a nice, humbling reminder for me. So some things that I would suggest if your ego is coming into check or coming in to place, figuring out how to check yourself mindset. What, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel the need to prove that I used to be stronger? Or why do I feel the need to lift more than the person next to me? Where is that coming from? Usually an insecurity. If you don't know what you are doing in the gym, hire a trainer, invest in a trainer. Um, If that is outside of your budget because of the global pandemic and being laid off, uh, skip a Starbucks for the day. Skip getting some, I don't know, overpriced grapes at the grocery store. Matt has that beginner's weightlifting class, not to pimp out my own shit, but it's literally $10 and he is so knowledgeable. It's ridiculous and he can help you with your form literally for $10. Please know that every single human being that has entered the gym feels the same way that you have at some point in their journey. The nice thing about being a human is we are not alone. And the human experience is very consistent across the board. And you can put in the work in your mindset, in your ego, in your fitness to get you exactly where you need to be. The point of this podcast, the takeaway is that, listen, we have all been there. You are not alone. And everything that you are feeling is valid. Um, everything that you are feeling is consistent with the person standing next to you in the gym. Um, and to put your ego aside and do what feels best and what feels good in your body and movement in your body, uh, has nothing to do with the way that you look, the way the clothes that you wear, none of that shit actually matters. Okay. Your health and your form are above all. Um, so budget, put money aside to work with a personal trainer. Um, reach out to me or Matt. If you have any questions, we are more than willing to help you. Um, and push that ego aside. All right, guys, happy Monday. Make good choices. Look both ways. Love you the dang most.